0: All right, ladies and gents, we are out here at uh, Rose Hill Cemetery with Ray Johnston once again. I always seem to end up with Ray at cemeteries on really cold days for some reason. Uh, Right now we're actually uh, on the case of William Duvall, the uh, guy who I talked about on the blog the other day, the supposed revolutionary war soldier. Ray has got some new info on him that may kind of uh, knock the whole story apart,
1: but maybe not, too. Yeah, we don't know if it'll knock apart, but... It's very difficult to find information on this guy. Right.
0: You know, Duval, D-U-V-O-L, is a very uncommon name, and it could very important. easily be a, an alternate spelling of Duval, which is much more common, of
1: course. Right, which is more than likely the case. Now, yeah. Now, I know I, I read your blog, and it was really kind of strange, kind of a weird coincidence of things, is that I was looking for something to write about for a Veterans Day blog, Yeah, and I came across William Duval. <laughs> <laughs> so we were working, then, so, were working the same exactly, job at the same time. Which is really weird, because then when I saw your blog, I'm like, no way you know i mean yeah. random it's right bad, but, um, but, but anyway i sent for um, i saw on your blog that you were doing the um, you had found out about major uh, Duvall. major in, Duvall, yeah when the, when uh,
0: uh, well, they re- replaced Duvall's stone here about 10 years ago and at the time there was a big uh, dedication ceremony with guys dressed as revolutionary war soldiers and a couple articles say that he was uh, the william Duvall of henrico virginia well, uh, William Duvall of Henrico, Virginia was a major His son was governor of Florida This was a big shot okay. He would not have died unnoticed in Chicago And anyway, we know that he's buried in Virginia anyway okay. So not the same guy
1: Which is probably where they got the Continental Line
0: Yeah, it says on the news stone, He's uh, the, old, the old stone said Soldier of the Revolution The new one says Continental Line, Revolutionary War But they, where they got the idea That he was in the Continental Line Is kind of anybody's guess
1: well, Continental Line, if you were in the—I Con- was researching the Continental Line because I was really curious as to where they came up with that because, like you said, it wasn't on the original stone. Right. All that was on there was his name, his age, which was 75, uh-huh. and the fact that he was a Revolutionary War soldier or it's a soldier of the Revolution. Yeah. Um, now, what I read about the Continental Line is that you had to be someone with money Yeah. Uh, to be in that particular unit that they called the Continental Line. Mm. So, again, it doesn't seem like this is going to be the same guy. But right.
0: And also, you know, in the 1830s, when a rich guy died in Chicago, people took notice of it. There were only like 10 people in town <laughs> yeah. at the time. So, and the the early historians of Chicago are pretty exhaustive. You know, they have got the names of pretty I'm much everybody. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know where. I know about where it is. I went and uh, scoped it out a little bit when I got here early. Um, so, yeah, if, if, in fact, this guy is a revolutionary soldier, that would make him really the only revolutionary soldier buried in Chicago that we know of. There's a couple in the suburbs. Well, there
1: was the, 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 uh, the eventual hoax. Oh, yeah, there's oh, David, David Kennison, yeah, too. Kenison.
0: David Kennison is buried out in Lincoln Park. He's got a memorial boulder that's uh, apparently not in the right spot. <laughs> He's actually kind of near the couch tomb. Uh, well, the thing is, that after about 50 years after he died, people started feeling sorry. Hey, we left this Revolutionary War hero buried out there. Let's get all the people who remember the funeral to say where he was. And they remember where the funeral was, but at the time, people generally did not attend actual burial services. We're still at the time, you know, when most people were buried in churchyards, and it was really disturbing to see anybody buried in there So nobody attended. You know, there was coffins stacked one on top of the other, bones all over the place, horrific stenches. All right. Uh, we 're in Section C over here, Kennison, who claimed he was the last surviving participant of the Boston Tea Party, probably was not telling the truth. He was much, much younger than he said he was. He may have been old enough that he might have like helped mix saltpeter or something right. so but as far as we know, he was not actually a soldier uh, so no, that leaves us with William Duvall, who we're walking up towards right now. Now You had found something saying that there was a William Duvall from the Civil War buried in well, section C.
1: Well, what it was is I was I was researching the the uh, since we're looking at military veterans who were buried in Illinois in 1929 there was uh, what they called the 1929 Roll of Honor that was put together and um, and you can search it online but you can't get the entire right index. Um, but there was a William Duvall spelled D U V O L. Yeah, that's which exactly could have been, which yeah. could have been a transcription. Right. Um, back in 1929 of the original stone. But in here, it's got the letter C next to his name, which stands for Civil War. Right. Uh, Even though there wasn't any unit information, it does give uh, the fact that it was buried at Rose Hill and then the section, uh, lot, and block number.
0: All right. It says uh, Section C, Block 5, Lot 194. I don't know what block number we're at right now, but here's his grave, William Duvall, and we're in Section C.
1: Okay. And...
0: This is apart from all of the other Civil War graves, really. They're in the next section over, really. Right.
1: One of the things I'd like to check is, I mean, generally speaking, as far as cemeteries go, uh, you know, in my experience, burials were done um, more or less chronologically. In other words, if there was a section open that people within it, who died within that cemetery right. would be buried close to one another. So that's yeah. why when you go in the cemetery, you'll generally see uh, graves from the same era. In the same area. So I was going to try to get an idea of who's buried next to him and when those burials were.
0: Here's a very interesting thing: right behind him is uh, Ebenezer Peck and his wife. Uh, Ebenezer Peck had a mansion just above uh, Lincoln Park, the Old City Cemetery. Uh, It was actually in his living room that Abraham Lincoln met up with people after the election to decide who was going to be in the cabinet. I've always liked to imagine Lincoln going up to the copula. he got to go up to the copula, but by then it would have been looking out over a cemetery, and sure. I could just kind of imagine him standing there hoping there weren't going to be soldiers' graves out there soon, which, of course, there were. So around it we've got 1895, 1902, 1877. A couple of earlier-looking ones. You know, that's
1: 1893.
0: It's just faded.
1: Yeah, 1893 faded. Yeah. And that's another thing. If this was a limestone uh, stone that they were looking at, and I, I believe the... Um, The article is from 1949, a Tribune article that mentions... Yeah, 1959, there was a big article about him. Yeah, sometime around there. But the photograph of the original stone. That if it was a limestone stone that was replaced um, after someone had died in supposedly 1838, and where they get that number from is just a fact that... Just a guess. They figure a 20-year-old that served in the Revolutionary War at 75 years old would have been 1838. Now, Rose Hill didn't open, I believe, until 1859. No, it, he would have been moved
0: from one of the earlier ones. And if he died in the 1830s, it wouldn't have even been Lincoln Park City Cemetery. It Remember. would have been down by like where the water tower is now. Right. And whether they actually moved people from point A to point B when they closed them is kind of hit or miss. No, I, I, I talked with Pamela Banos,
1: who, who who runs the Hidden Truths. Yeah, she's um,
0: sort of our city expert on City Cemetery. Right, I guess she right. talks about me in her presentations Does she? About, oh, really? Uh, nice. About the Tomb Snooper 500 at the Couch Tomb. The what?
1: The Tomb Snooper 500 oh, that to- I used to see inside <laughs> the of the, the Couch Tomb. tomb. 500. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she had mentioned that she was only able to locate... I'm going to get a hold of Julia Backrack, who's the historian for the Park District, but she said that she only found a handful of grave transfers that were hand- handled by families that were requested through the Park District right. uh, during that time. So, uh, and, and those transfers were uh, not done by the city. So right. from the early cemeteries before the city cemetery, all, the, all those transfers were handled by the family. Right. Um, so again... So Many of them
0: are probably still underneath the water tower now. Absolutely, absolutely. Or down at Twenty Third. When Chicago first got started, you know, it was uh, it was kind of a new thing for cities to put aside a big plot of land away in the outskirts because those churchyards were just disgusting. If you go on Google Books, there's a thing called Gatherings from Graveyards that is like a sanitary commission's report on London churchyards in the 1840s. It's utterly disgusting the things that they found in these things. That's why people didn't attend burial services back then. Every turn of the shovel, there was something nasty. Um, so Chicago decided we're going to put aside two patches of land way out in the outskirts. What was it about? Where Twenty Third. 3rd street is now and one's about where chicago avenue is now on the lake at the time they thought nobody was going to live north of the river it didn't last very long right. so eventually they closed that down and moved people up to where lincoln park is now that wasn't the outskirts forever either and of course neither is rose hill now
1: now, um, if, now if william duvall was actually a civil war soldier if we're going to right. assume that um at this point which you know we're not assuming anything yeah. we're just saying you know for playing devil's advocate if he was a Civil War soldier, I was tracing all the William Duvalls. There there were a few of those? There were a few. Um, Now, I did trace one. uh, There were only a few from Illinois that served in Illinois units. And um, one of them had served in the 14th, uh, and I traced his burial plot down to a a graveyard that's in in more southwestern Illinois. Uh, The other one was William Duvall from the 57th. Okay. Um, which I have not been able to trace. I could okay. not find any record of a, of a William Duval, even though he was listed in the muster records of the Illinois units uh, for the Fifty Seventh uh, Regiment, which was mustered in at Camp Douglas. Yeah. Um, after that, I've lost all track, and there's no pension huh. records, no discharge records. Yeah. Uh, for the same guy. So, so that's, could that's that be our there's same a, yeah Duvall? that could be our or same knows.
0: guy. It's worth looking into in any case. It's a trick with this thing is the name was spelled so many different ways. Sometimes right. it was two words, Duval. Right. Yeah, know, the old, the old highfalutin French, bell. yeah. Right. Whether it's an A or an O. Uh, but yeah, we're standing on his, uh, behind his grave right now, uh, right near Ebenezer Peck of the Peck Mansion. I'll right. um,
1: take a look a little further east. Yeah. We have here. yeah and so over we here we got people recent.
0: from the 20s and 30s, so it would be very unusual. for... Well, actually, here there is an, uh a yes, another 1930s, or no, 1890s. 1890s. Well. Yeah. A lot of much more recent stuff here. Certainly more recent than eighteen thirties. Um, now, if they did move stuff from city cemetery to Rose Hill, I know they moved quite a number of them from here. Where the uh, section was it? I'm not really sure exactly which section that was. I think it was up kind of close to the front here. Oh, sure. Um, it would make sense that it's close to the front. I know there's the famous statue of the reclining woman that's uh, behind glass and is sometimes said to vanish. Um, that was originally a city cemetery one. That's uh, Pamela found that out, I believe. Or somebody wrote into her telling her they found that.
1: Yeah. So the next step. Would no, probably it's quite a ways from here, anyway. Yeah. The next step would probably be looking at uh, what I figured would be the um, uh, since he since supposedly this William Duvall, who I'm 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 guessing at this point might be our William Duvall, yeah, uh, mustered in at Camp Douglas. The National Archives does have a uh, the the first district records, of Pro- provost marshals records. Okay. Um, which which the provost marshals were. Um, in charge of people uh, going AWOL, uh, looking for uh, bounty Jumpers, yeah, uh, and also they were also in charge of uh, the medical exams that they gave the uh, the soldiers as they were mustered in. Okay, so there's a good chance that we may find a William Duvall in right. those records. Now, wh- whether whether it's this guy, it's whether it's this guy, or whether it'll give us any thing. indication <coughs> as to how it could be this guy, I'm not yeah. really sure. But but that's yet to be found. So yeah, um, so for now, it, it kind of looks like it's still sort so until of until we, we
0: find some contemporary account of a William Duvall being buried in Chicago. Um, it's still going to leave open the mystery, too, of why it said on his gravestone that he was a soldier of the Revolution. Now, did it you know, it they say would have. Co- the I think it, it, say... it says in the article that it says revolution, now, though it's difficult war was to a read. It, it was from a, from a certain <laughs> point of view. A, a great many of the truths we cling to depend upon a certain point of view. Uh, usually in Chicago, they refer to that war as the Rebellion, the rebellion. at the time, right. more so than the Revolution yes, yeah, sir, even even in the 18, 1860s, putting Soldier of the Revolution would have uh, implied to people the 1770s.
1: Now, what's interesting to me, um, and I was kind of hoping that this guy would be buried off by himself and not with the other Civil War veterans, yeah. meaning, meaning that if they did a cemetery transcription um, of veterans in yeah. 1929, if that's where they got the information from at the Illinois State Archives, um, what would give them any indication that this person was a Civil War veteran? Right. Especially if he's not in the Civil War section. Right. Or that's a, true. So where did they get that information from? Especially if it said Revolutionary yeah. on his tombstone. Right. So, it, so that, that seems a little
0: odd. Yeah. So a, a, yeah, it's a no matter of where they got that information too. Right, right. That could have been just as random as Continental Line, sure. as it says right sure. now. Sure. Sure. All right. Should we uh, check with the office? Sure. All right. I don't think we're going to get a whole lot. Probably not. No, there's, a, there's another guy I want to check on. There's, there's another guy I'm going to be writing about next, uh, Parker R. Mason, who was involved in the whiskey ring scandal and then somehow convinced his neighbors that he was building a flying machine in his garage and apparently had this massive boulder that was a landmark of Lakeview for a long time that he intended to have moved out here to his grave. I don't know if they ever did it or not. So, one way to find out. When I saw the Ebenezer Peck Boulder back there, I thought that was it. Like, well, how random is that? that <laughs> Both the guys cool. I'm looking for are right next to each other. cool. <laughs> Alright, well this is uh, Chicago Unbelievable. Ooh, we'll be back with our upcoming Johan po- Hawk podcast pretty soon. Long after daylight is gone. There are cackles and screams that come back in my dreams Of the girl who leaves all the wrong. Your neighborhood gives me the cream Your neighborhood
1: gives me the cream